Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a closer look at market analysis to understand what some commentators are saying. We've seen stock market analysts try to explain market behavior with mathematical models. They think up fancy terms like technical analysis to describe market sentiment, and they distinguish the market behavior from the market fundamentals. They even start to give the market a personality. You've heard phrases like, the market was bearish today. Well, it makes no sense. See, these mathematical models get refined over time and become more and more accurate, at least describing past behavior until you see a surprise event, which is not described in those equations. And then the model doesn't work anymore. And we've seen those models fail to predict virtually every major stock market event. Well, now this same kind of flawed analysis is making its way into the world of real estate investing. I'm bringing it up because when analysts use equations to show sophisticated-looking graphs, they seem smart, and these analysts gain a following. The larger their following, the more credible they seem. Unless you take the time to truly understand their math, you might be tempted to take their analysis at face value. After all, they have all those fancy graphs and charts and equations. They must be really smart. I don't have those equations, so they must even be smarter than me. Well, I'm not here to be critical of other people's analysis, especially in a public forum, but when I see opinions being promoted widely that are deeply flawed, I feel like I have a responsibility to say something about it. There's a widely followed YouTube channel that goes under the name ReVenture Consulting. One of the tools that's used on that YouTube channel to predict market behavior in the future is by looking at the rate of change of inventory in specific real estate markets. You see, you could look at the actual amount of inventory in a market, and that would tell you something about the market. you tell you how many properties are for sale in the market right now, as compared with the average demand. You could look at the change in inventory in a fixed time period, and that would give you the velocity in the market. In mathematical terms, if we go back to our first year university calculus, velocity is the first derivative of the absolute inventory. But this particular analyst is looking at yet another metric. He looked at the rate of change of listings. This is like looking at the, not the velocity, but at the acceleration. And the problem with looking at acceleration is that it's highly variable. You simply cannot look at the short-term acceleration in the inventory in the market and project forward in time. This particular analyst then went a step further and applied this analysis to multiple markets and is attempting to predict the future. Conclusion number one that was drawn in this analysis was that there's been a rapid change in inventory in the market of Boise, Idaho. The fact is, there has been a rapid change. At one point, Boise had six days of inventory in the market. That's six days. That's almost zero. The inventory did increase to 21 days over the span of a fairly short time period. But 21 days of inventory is still deep in a seller's market territory. A balanced market has four to six months of inventory, and there's no guarantee that the change in inventory is going to continue and extend to becoming a buyer's market simply based on a two-week increase in inventory. We're dealing with a law of small numbers. Even a small increase in inventory would cause a massive spike in the number of days of inventory and, in particular, in the acceleration of inventory. It's as if you concluded that somehow when someone puts their foot on the brake on their car, the car is going to be traveling in reverse in a few seconds' time. Acceleration is not a useful predictor because these markets don't behave like a physical system that's based purely on momentum. This particular analysis from ReVenture Consulting then attempted to show a connection between the market in Boise, Idaho and Raleigh, North Carolina. 
from their mathematical model, they drew a conclusion that the next real estate downturn was going to be led by Boise and then followed six months later by Raleigh, North Carolina. But here's the thing. The economic drivers for Boise and Raleigh are completely different. The drivers for migration and jobs are completely unrelated. Raleigh is a hotbed of technology research, pharmaceutical research, medical research. It's a completely different market. People are migrating from the high-tax, high-regulation states of California and Oregon to Idaho. Those are lifestyle decisions. The decision to move to Raleigh is tied to businesses in that market. It's an economic decision. It's about research. It's about universities. These are the drivers. Constructing a mathematical model that attempts to connect the behavior of these two completely unrelated market through a short-term measurement of inventory acceleration is absolute nonsense. Short-term correlation, even if it exists, does not point to a causal relationship. It's a little bit like correlating people who died in the past year with those who were wearing a shirt at the time. A very high percentage of people who wear a shirt also died while they were wearing a shirt, but clearly there's no correlation between wearing the shirt and the cause of death. So when you consume content, especially economic analysis, please, please, please take the time to understand what's being said. Charts and graphs are not a substitute for understanding. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.